Well, thanks for listening to I've Got News For You. If you like it, hit follow or subscribe in your app and you'll get a new episode from us every morning. The 27th of January, 2023. The winner of Australian Idol. The Idol brand is something that I did miss. From news.com.au. News.com.au. I'm Andrew Buckalo and I've got news for you. Well, after 13 long years, Australian Idol is finally coming back to TV. The new season kicks off on Channel 7 on Monday night. Can you tell that I'm excited? I honestly cannot wait. Kyle Sanderlands, who used to be an Idol judge years ago, he's back on the judging panel this year alongside Amy Shark, Megan Trainer, and Harry Connick Jr. Now, Kyle joins me in today's episode and he reveals that he and Harry did not get on at all. I don't know whether someone had said, hey, this guy's a I don't know what they told him about me. I don't know. But I just felt that he wasn't really that into me. Yeah, he's going to tell us more about that feud. Plus, Kyle is also going to reveal which two huge international stars they really wanted as judges this year but couldn't get over the line. Now, if all of that's not enough for you, we're also going to take a look back at the three most memorable idol auditions from around the world. We'll get underway in just a moment. Welcome back to I've Got News For You. Now, it is not long until the new season of Australian Idol kicks off on Channel 7. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Australian Idol. It's a yes! Begins. Yes. It's a yes for me. Totally yes for me. I'm falling again, I'm falling again. You are a star. This is what this show is about. Did you hear that? And joining me now is one of the judges from the show, Kyle Sanderlands. Thank you so much for coming on the I've Got News For You podcast. Mate, thank you for having... You know what? This is one of the very few podcasts I actually click on and listen to. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Well, uh, you not know... Not everyone, mind you. Not every single one, <laughs> but, you know, a, a lot of them. It's, you had a lot of... Inter- you cover a lot of interesting things. Well, you're a very interesting person, and I'm excited that you're coming on Australian Idol. I've got to be honest, I'm surprised that you said yes, because I've heard you talk on radio over the years about how gruelling it is to film these shows. So what made you... You say yes. You know what? The, it is grueling, but the audition process is the grueling part. So it's the hour after hour after hour of sitting there, like watching all these people. And because I've got the radio show as well, I've still got to do that. And then you've got to do that. So it's a big commitment. You know, you want to do your best for for both your, you know, both jobs that you've got. So, but really, I just figured it out a bit better this this year. This because ten years ago it was. You know, I sort of joined that idol journey and it was sort of already an established process. And mm. this time around when we reinvented it, I got to sit at the boardroom table and, you know, pick the other judges and talk about, you know, the best way of filming and so there's not fatiguing the judges and the contestants. And I think we just got better at doing it. So you helped pick the judges. Did you get the ones that you wanted? Not all of the ones I wanted, but we had the um, hooks out trying to, you know, for a few big fish. Harry Connick obviously was one. Megan was one. The internationals were, were the ones that we were struggling. Megan Trainer's so cool. I've known her for a long time, so that was a good get. And Harry, like we wanted like a 50 Cent or a Snoop Dogg or a Harry Connick Jr. or a Michael Bublé, someone with proper cred outside of what the rest of us could provide. And, you know, so we're really happy we did get Harry. I know that you're mates with Snoop. Did you send him a message and ask him if he could come on the show? I did. I really pushed hard. And he's like, you know me, I've been banned from Australia, you know. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but you know, they wear firearms charges. So, you know, we do have our own laws. And, <laughs> and he just couldn't make it happen. And then 
we were close with 50 Cent as well. And then Harry's people came back and were like, yep, Harry would love to do it. He's obviously done American Idol for a while and he was available to do it. So it was a case of first in best dress. And once we got the green light from Harry, we were like, well, let's lock, let's lock these judges in. You were obviously on Idol back in the day. You were let go back in 2009. But first tonight, Kyle Sanderlands has been axed from Australian Idol. Network 10 management say last week's radio stunt went too far and it had no choice but to dump him as a judge on the talent show. Oh, that's right. Some foolish TV executive fired me. That's right. <laughs> Was there a little bit of you this time around that thought, look at you, Idol, coming back to Kyle Sanderlands, needing you to help out once again? <laughs> well, that's how I like to think about it. But I think they just thought, look, are the other ones even still alive, those other judges? <laughs> at least Sandlands might still be alive. Uh, and, you know, but there is a surprise because Megan, we lose her for, um, she had to go and launch one of her records during the middle of, just at the end of the auditions when we we're doing the top 50. Right. So we, I rang Marsha and we, we brought the Queen back for, oh, and it was so great to have the old mate there. We laughed and we... You know, and uh, yeah, she's just, you know, you forget how great Marsha Hines is and, and what skills and all the experience she's had. And it was just great to see her again. What about Dicko and Mark Holden? I mean, they were probably waiting for their text messages as well. Well, I told Marsha, I said, oh, it was terrible to hear that Mark's passed away. And she went, what? <laughs> and then I said, no, no, he hasn't. She went, oh, you're an asshole. Don't do that to me. Bro. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we rang Mark um, and then had a chat with him. But um, I don't know who, who's, it, I'm not sure if Dicko's, got any credit or what's going on there, but no one seems to have Dicko's <laughs> phone number. I don't know what's going on, but, I, but if, I do see Dicko, like, every couple of years we see each other somewhere and it's like your old cousin, you throw your arms around each other and you rib each other about the weight and how awful we look these days. But but he's always, like, Dicko's just a good egg, but they because even when they first asked me, we want to bring Idol back, but we want to lock you in. And I was like, oh, what about the other judges? And they said, oh, we want to. We wanted to sort of bring in, put a new take on it. So it was flattering that they that they wanted um, me back. But then, you know, I do have the radio show to back up the, the TV stuff. So I'm no idiot. I, I know that I bring a bit more to the table. Now, as I mentioned earlier, Kyle did not get on with fellow judge Harry Connick Jr. He's going to tell us all about it in just a moment. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Welcome back to I've Got News For You. Now, Kyle, I would like to ask you about one of your fellow judges, Harry Connick Jr. Happy New Year 2023. Idol is back. Are y'all ready? You obviously got to spend a fair bit of time with Harry on the set of Australian Idol. What surprised you the most about him as a person, Kyle? That he does not like me. Doesn't he? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know when you just know? When you, like, you try, you reach out, you say, hey, what about? And then there's just nothing. Oh, no. And, and I thought, mm, like, well, and, and, I, and like, it's not as if he doesn't like other people. Like, his, his daughter's travelling with him. She's lovely. I got on very well with her. Um, he travels with his manager. She was lovely as well. I don't know whether someone had said, you know, hey, this guy's a 
call. I don't know what they told him about me. I don't know. But he, I just felt that he wasn't really that into me. Oh. Um, and it, it, was, it got a bit sad because on the last day of filming, he, he was eating these weird um, chips that were from Japan or something and he'd run out of them and I heard him whinging about it. So I got my guys to import these chips from Japan. And I thought, I'm going to give this asshole one last <laughs> It was almost like I'm romancing him. And I said, get these chips from Japan or whatever they were. Anyway, they showed up and I had him left in his dressing room and he came out and he was a little bit like, he was like, did you leave? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he goes, where did you get these? And I said, I, I got them imported. And I think he was like impressed. That, you know, and I've never done, I've never even done that to marry someone. I've never made that effort. And I thought, why am I running up, why am I running up a mountain backwards for, you know, if the guy doesn't like me, he doesn't like me. But you know, he's very good, got a lot of – he's very skilled at what he does. Like He's Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he just thinks, you know, oh, you're just a dude who talks on the radio. <laughs> who cares? I like him. I even picked him to be on the show, and he's very good on there. You know, and I don't care. He doesn't have to lick my <laughs> for, to, for me to get on with him. As long as he does the show well. You're happy. And I've, as I said, that first episode's fantastic. And, you know, I just wear people down like grinding old teeth. So by the end of it, like, he'll probably be I'm in my wedding party, I'd imagine. Well, still on the topic of Harry Connick Jr. for a sec, he was on Sunrise the other day and he was talking about how the Idol producers often put through a couple of those joke contestants in the audition process, people who just cannot sing to save themselves. And he made it pretty clear that he does not enjoy that part of the show. I've never been a fan of, of people who really shouldn't be there coming in and, and singing because I, I, I just I just like to get to the ones that really should be there, but I, I understand that the audience likes it, so, you know, I play along. So what do you think, Kyle? Do you like seeing those kind of contestants during the auditions? Of course, of course. Harry hated when, the, when and they're not jokes. Some of them think they actually are good, and then he would get up and leave the set, and I'd think, oh, this person isn't joking. They actually think they're good. <laughs> And it's part of Idol. The great, the great thing about Idol that sort of differentiates it from other shows is that anybody within the age group can audition. You don't have to be, you know, a this or a that or a professional singer. Like, if you just want to give it a crack, give it a crack. And some people did and got through. So they're the bits that where you see them realise, oh, my God, I'm actually better than I thought. That, that's, that's really fun to watch. Uh, Rumour has it you had a bit of a heated clash with a contestant who wouldn't take no for an answer. What can you tell me about this? I can tell you that they edited out the bit where I said, get the f*** out. <laughs> um, and I was, I was, because I was watching the, the, the first episode with the missus and I said, here we go. This is the one I tell you, you know, blah, and, that, and it just chopped out. And I thought, oh, but, you know, it is family friendly and. You know, maybe they want me to be seen in my best set forward. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Last question for you, Kyle. The Idol winner will receive a recording contract with Sony Music and $100,000 in prize money. How confident are you that the show can actually produce a winner who goes on to have a proper career? You know what? I'm very confident that, see, the, the hard bit is this. We can pick whether you've got the skill and the ability, then you've got to sustain it yourself as the artist and we can make a mistake. We don't know what's inside someone's heart, you know. Then you have to, then you get the manager. We've got great managers, great record labels lined up, all that's taken care of. But then it's up to, you you judge pretty much by the songs that you put out. But we've got, you know, Sony Music, we've got, you know, great management team looking after them. So they've got all of the opportunities there. They've just... They've just got to make their own decisions. But 
in the in the Idol franchise over the years, like that's where the only ones that have really come out and and had and been able to sustain some sort of career. Mm. And that's what we're there to do. We're not there to pick, you know, who's got the greatest voice. We're there. Who is the Australian Idol? There is a difference, and the difference is, you know, they usually get a run, and if they're good, they'll last a decade or more. Well, that was Kyle Sanderlands. Now, in just a moment, we'll be back with news.com.au's entertainment editor who's going to run us through the three most memorable idol auditions of all time. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend, we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to I've Got News For You. Before we go today, I thought I'd ask news.com.au's entertainment editor Nick Bond to join me in the studio. Now, he has watched a lot of Idol from both here in Australia and overseas. And what I've asked him to do is pick his three most memorable auditions. Nick, I'm so excited about this. What's the first one? First up is Jennifer Hudson uh, with her audition for the third season of American Idol. She absolutely blows the roof off the place with this soaring rendition of Aretha Franklin's Share Your Love With Me. Um, it's hard to believe now, but she actually came in seventh on that season. Really? Yeah, she's the US Ricky Lee. <laughs> Um, So she's now the youngest female EGOT winner. She's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony, but not American Idol. (laughs) Well, let's have a listen to that audition. It's a heartache, it's a heartache when love is gone, but it's bad and even sad Oh, yeah. Okay. I can't believe she only came seventh. Uh, All right. What's number two on your list, Nick? Uh, I love this one. This is one of those perfect reality TV moments. Now, Gareth Gates came second in the first season of UK Pop Idol, and he had a big pop career for a few years there. But as he showed in his first audition, he had a severe stammer that only disappeared when he sang. It's a pretty incredible contrast from him struggling to even say his own name to then singing the Westlife hit Flying Without Wings. Viewers were instantly rooting for him. All right, Gareth, let's have a listen. Um, I just want to say first, uh, uh, I have a stammer, you know, so I'm finding it hard. Um, sure, that's fine. Take it easy. Don't that's worry cool. about just, it. Just, just relax. Okay, relax. Just, thank you. Thanks. Take your time. You'll find it in the strangest places. A place says you never knew it could be. Some find it in the face of their children Or some find it in the lover's eyes 
Gee, he's a good singer, isn't he? That's pretty he impressive. Uh, finally, what's the last one that made a big impression on you, Nick Bond? Well, I have to finish with a bad one. This is the audition that just won't die. It sort of seems to still float around Twitter and meme accounts all these year la- years later. Uh, holiday camp singer Holly Jervis auditioned in 2008 for UK Idol, and she opened with a very lengthy spiel about her singing passion and her talent. I'm Holly Jervis, and you've never heard anything like me, she warned. Uh, she might not have even got through to the next round, but she was right about that. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Bring on that pecan pie Put some sugar on it Sugar, don't be shy Scoop me up a mess of that chocolate swirl Don't be stingy I'm a growing girl Thank you, Holly. Simon? Uh, right, Holly, uh, your mouth is far, far too big when you sing. I mean, it was like looking into a cave. I've never seen anything so huge in my life. And because your mouth is so big, this weird noise sound comes out of it. It was absolutely terrible. Oh, wow, that was uh, unique. Nick Bond, how would you describe that audition? (laughs) I was going to say unique. It's hard to think. (laughs) That's the only polite word to say, isn't it? (laughs) Unique. Well, that's all we've got time for on today's episode. Just a reminder, Australian Idol kicks off on Channel 7 at 7.30pm on Monday night. I am so excited. It's going to be such a hit of nostalgia. Bring it on, I say. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to I've Got News For You and I'll chat to you again on Monday. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimax Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.